Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Amy, I saw some positive stuff on your Instagram this week. It was unbelievable, but guess what? What? Already gone to shit. positive so positive I mean do you know what Jenny I I experienced last week things that I've heard parents experience and I thought they were lying honestly and it's life-changing welcome to two new mums by the way um okay so obviously we know Eden's always been a bit of a patchy sleeper Mm. I feel like I've been through I feel like I've been through all attempts um of sleep you know done co-sleeping I feed to sleep tried the car rocking handing over to Kenny like we've been through we've been through it yeah and um that regression got so bad I, I did I mention this last episode a bit but I put a cry for help actually for childcare because I just thought I just need someone to take over and lo- like oh yeah I did mention didn't I people yeah. got in touch and said speak to this sleep lady okay this lady Emily oh my gosh she just I did a consultation with her straight away and then we did three, she said, send three days of exactly what you've been doing. And I'll look at her sleep patterns and see what we can do. And bearing in mind, this is when she just started sleeping again. It's like the regression ended. She did 10, 10 hours straight. Wow. Then 11 hours straight without without me doing it, changing anything to her routine. Yeah. But I knew it wasn't going to last because getting her down, settling her, napping and everything was a total, it was a nightmare. Like it was, something wasn't right. Right. And I could see it was about to go wonky. Anyway, she looked at it. She gave me this new routine. The night we started it, Jenny, do you know what she said to me? She said, okay, I've looked at, she went, you're close. You're close to really nailing this. She went, what What time do you ideally want Eden to go to bed and get up? And I was like, is that an option? Is that my decision? Like she's catalogue you can choose. Yes. Yeah, she said yes. She went, look, there's basically a formula. We've just got to get her into that routine of the formula and it will work. And she, I said, she went, what time do you want to get up? Seven, I said, I, I hate anything before 7.30, to be honest. She went, well, do you want to do 7.30 to 7.30? And I was like, yes, I do. Wait, wait, we could do that? Down Rather at seven. half five every day? Yep. So, I, well, and I was like, all right, wishful thinking. And she, so I said, that would be Eden sleeping 12 hours a night. And I was mm. like, I don't, I don't think she's got it in her. Like the most I've ever got straight was probably eight hours maybe on occasions. Yeah. Oh, apart from that 10 and 11 hour, which was unheard of. 
And so I said, okay, that's cute, but let's see what happens. <laughs> Jenny, the first night that we did the routine, she slept 12 hours straight. From half seven till half seven? Half seven till half seven. Oh my gosh. Almost on the nose. Oh my gosh. It was astonishing. I just woke up and was like, no, come on. Come on. So I was just, I mean, bearing in mind, we're doing a bit of self, attempting self-settling as well. That is hard work. I'll come on to that in a minute. Yeah. Anyway, but I had got her down by about half seven and then, yeah, up at 7.30. I mean, my mind was blown. And then the following, we stuck to the routine. Her naps, because we're trying to, we're going down to one nap from two. Yeah. She said, we've really got a trainer to do those longer naps. So you're going to have to really try and keep her in the cot. Yeah. Started like one day, she did 13 minutes. I was like, oh God, like <sighs> this is where the naps were way off. The Through the night was okay, but the nap. Anyway, second day, an hour and 40. Third day, nearly three hours. We were sat in the kit. Yeah. Three afternoon nap. Three hours. It's about two hours fifty, forty-five fifty. We were sat in the kitchen. We, it, ironically, we had to be somewhere, and we we're in the kitchen, just going. We were in the lounge like, kitchen, like just like bored. <laughs> yeah. Well, do we wake her up? This is insane. Yeah. Wow. So I, I was absolutely. We know what Eden's like. She did three, four nights on the bounce, twelve hours. Unbelievable scenes. Like it. There was a. She did. She barely woke. There was a couple of times she woke in the night and I looked up and I watched her and she sat up, looked around, back down. So who is this lady and what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's, here's where it's all gone tits up. So right. yes, then yesterday, oh, I just went, it just went, well, she woke up at half six, which was hilarious, hilariously, Jenny, I was livid about. Livid. Oh my God, I'd give anything for a half six How banger. dare you sleep 11 hours instead of 12? <laughs> And I was really struggling to get her back. So the idea is she was like, you keep her in that cot till 7.30. Yeah. So you go in, you try and settle her, don't take her out of the cot, keep her in. She's going to kick off, but just she'll go back to sleep. And she really did. But she'd only do it for about half an hour at the time. So I managed twice. It got to 7.30, I got her up. Anyway, the nap was a complete nightmare. And her screaming was like something else. So the self-settling is hard. I know we've heard about gentle sleep training and what this is. Like you don't have to, there's several methods. There's one you don't even have to leave the room. But I am trying to move away from breastfeeding to sleep because yeah. it is quite limiting and it's actually not working a lot of the time anymore. Okay. Like it's not been as effective as it always used to be. Yeah. So I was like, we've got to get away from that. Yeah. So she's really been kicking off about that. So what I do is I leave her in the cot and I go back like every couple of minutes, try and settle her back down. It's just trying to get her used to getting herself to sleep. So you yeah. Don't f- but sometimes I can't handle it after like... Pfft, going in a couple of times I pick her up and I give her a cuddle and give in yeah that's really hard it's really brutal but even after but then you give her a cuddle put her back down and then it will take a minute and she's down and when she's down down lovely 12 hours lovely so yesterday's nap was apt nightmare the crying was different anyway realized she started there's a new tooth well there's two new teeth teething and as soon as they start teething like all this sort of training goes out the window yeah so I was like, oh my God. I mean, look, I, I got those four nights. And to be fair, last night, I mean, I'm going to drink it now. She was a nightmare getting down for the nap. She was a nightmare getting down at bedtime last night. It took near two hours. Yeah. But she did still sleep for 12 hours. Wow. So oh, 12 hours. So I'm like chatting to the to this uh, she's called sleep chief i'm chatting to her a lot and i feel bad because i messaging her almost what's she called sorry sleep chief on instagram okay 
Yeah. Because she is, I, I feel bad. I'm like, I'm really, because I, I think she, she does include like one-to-one coaching, like once she's been through your routine, but I don't know if, if she was expecting as much contact as she's getting from me and Eden. Um, <laughs> like, I'm like, it's not worked. I can't, it's getting her down. That's the problem. Like the overnight's right. remarkable. Yes. But I've got a feeling, I don't know, today she did a 24 minute nap when she's meant to be doing between two and three hours. So Yeah, I was going to say, what is it they're meant to be doing at this age? Because they're 15, well, Bear's 15 months, Eden's probably what, 14 they're like a month apart, aren't they? Well, the thing is here, like, because people said to me, can you share your routine? And I was like, but there's no point because it's been tailored to whatever Eden's been doing. Right, okay. So I sent her my three-day, whatever, like, schedule of all the stuff. But I think generally, she said it depends on the baby, but you, Eden is 14 months. She's right in the sweet spot of dropping a nap. Yes. And she said, and judging by how she's napping in the day and how she's, like, what time she's going down at night and, and that kind of thing... Um, she's ready to drop a nap. Yeah. So, and have that big one in the day. So we're like extend it. She, she did say it'll take a while because the thing, we're juggling a few things here. We're between one and two naps. Well, we're pushing for that one nap. So you've got to like train her to stay awake longer before that nap and after in the two wait windows of the day, if that makes yes. sense. Like in the morning yep. and afternoon. Two, we're moving away from breastfeeding. And three, um, I've forgotten the third, but there was, I think there was one. <laughs> Um, oh, feeling to sleep? No, yeah, you feeling said that. to sleep, self settling. Well, self settling as well, because even if you're not feeding to sleep, we'd rock yeah. it to sleep. So there's a lot going on, but and now we're throwing in teething. So, Amy, <laughs> oh, if it the, the teething is impossible because Bear does all right with his sleep. I mean, we're not getting twelve hour bangers like that, but he does all right. He does about an hour and a half nap in the day, goes down all right and stuff. But like last night we were awake all night because he's teething so it's i don't think there's anything you can do when that's so many teeth jenny there's so many teeth and i there's honestly so thought, many to go i was so cocky like i'm sure the first two uh, the first two were really bad and i was like surely it's got to be fine like my head was just like we can't do this 24 times or however many teeth there are yeah. i think you do and now the ones he's getting are like your side back ones the big ones and oh my gosh they're gonna be bad and he's been evil all day with it too. So the day following the night of no sleep, they're also like feeling it bless them in the day. So he won't yeah, eat. Yeah, she's like that. Yeah. He's in a bad yes. mood. Yes. So you don't even get a nice day after the night of no sleep. Yeah. Oh, it's brutal. I mean, how is it just always something? I know, I know, I know. But, I mean, um, hang on to those. You clocked up, gosh, how many hours? Oh, Did Jenny, you s- I, I feel, do you know what's annoying? And I'm, I'm going to be on. I feel I can be honest with mums because a few have agreed with me. After I've had all these lengthy, you know, I'm I'm getting a good eight hours a night. I don't feel any, I don't feel any more energised, Jenny, and I don't know. <laughs> well, that's not technically true. I don't feel on the brink of madness. Yeah, like from the sleep deprivation days. Yeah, so that's a, that's something. But I don't feel massively energised. I don't know if it, it sort of coincided with a bit of PMT as well. But I'm like, what? What's the science here? Am I just? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's like we said in last week's episode. It's also the mental capacity. Yeah, is so tiring and exhausting. Even if you're getting your sleep, which is important, you're still gonna be fucked you just are yeah there's so much going on at this age well it's i did wonderful but tiring i did say to her actually like if i wasn't getting these 12 hours 12 hours or getting her down at night <laughs> and well it's taken me ages to get her down but i said i can ma- only manage these long you know not giving in um 
evenings to like get in a down because I'm getting sleep at night. Otherwise, there's no way I'd be able to do this. There's no yes. way. Like it's yeah. really brutal. But um, oh, I tell you what. So anyway, like, oh, just fingers crossed that I don't think it's it's not all for nothing. She's like, you've made progress. I mean, of course I've made progress because yeah, like the nighttime stuff. Does- I, I bet Bear would would. I bet if you spoke to her, I bet you could. Um, there might be yeah. a way. Well, what you're saying is similar to what we've done, but uh, we are guilty of definitely getting him out for a cuddle if he cries. We kind of watch the monitor and we but have a thing that's not where... guilty. That's that's actually instinct. And that is what yeah. I've done from the start. And do you know what? I don't think I could have done any of this when she was like a really tiny baby. And I know some people do. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's easier doing it then. But for me... Because she's a bit more of a toddler now. And because mm. I find them, they cry a bit more as a toddler and they whine a bit more. Mm. You're sort of, it's not that you're used to it, but you're like, I know that you're not hungry. I know that you don't, You're. Ju- this is just you being opinionated about, uh, more than anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, when they're but- so tiny and helpless, I just don't know if I would have been able to do that. But now she's a bit older. I'm like, no, you've just got to learn a new skill. Right, yeah. Yeah, because I've got my um, antenatal group they were all having a chat, which I just, you know, that like Homer Simpson backing into the hedge meme. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh no, because <laughs> they're really lovely and they're really just a lovely bunch of mums, but they were all celebrating the fact that they just put their kids down awake. They're just at night, they, they put their kids down in the car awake. I mean, one's got twins, so like had to learn this. Put the kids down awake, Amy, and they just go to sleep I, I, I keep hearing this and this is you know I might what? have the, you know the sleep thing at night happened but th- this is what I can't ever imagine happening Jenny no I almost like don't need that for now yeah. because I like I look forward to giving him a little cuddle and a kiss giving him a bit of water or a, a little bit of milk and letting him not go off and then I hold him for 10 minutes and kiss him and tell him I love him and he's been a good boy and then I put him down I like that yeah but then I also wouldn't mind just putting him down I was around my friend's house and she might be listening to this now you know who you are I was around her house for lunch with the babies and the babies about the same age and she went oh, I'm just gonna go and uh, she needs to go down for a nap I'm gonna take her upstairs and I thought oh, okay I won't see you for half an hour but fine she came down two minutes later I was like what the hell and she just popped her in the cot and came downstairs and she was like oh she'll just pop herself off to sleep and I was I was just silent. Yeah, I that's... Just thought, are you joking? Like, no. that's and here's, my... Oh, my goodness. Here's something we have. I don't know if Eden has um, a teddy bear or my friend calls it a nuggle. You know, like a muslin, they call it a nuggle. And yes. he, they've got a really great routine where he knows if he's handed his nuggle, it's bedtime and that comforts him and he plays with it and he goes to sleep. And I've really tried to get some... I've watched them do that and how effective that is. So I really tried to do something like that for Bear. Plus, it's so cute to think he has a teddy bear. Yes, yes. Um, but he's not into it. He's not that bothered at all. And <laughs> he does exactly the same. Yeah. But Bear sucks his thumb um, to the point where now it's like getting infected. He's got like a red mark on his thumb oh. because he sucks it so much. That's his comfort. And I've noticed when we go somewhere like soft play for the first five minutes, the thumb's in. It's like his safety oh. thing. Then when he's comfortable, it comes out and he runs about. But his thing, like how my friend's son will play with his nuggle or they might play with a teddy bear, bear plays with ears. And this is an actual thing. <laughs> but I have to tie my hair up if I'm settling him because he panics frantically with his hand if he can't find my ear because my hair's in front of it <laughs> or if I'm wearing a hat or um, he's got no problem with Christian because he's a bold-headed man. But um, yeah, I have to pull it back and lean my ear in and 
if you see my mine and Christian's ears, Amy, they're red raw because he. I mean, last night I was up from like half two till half four with them, oh. trying to get him to settle, and it was just pulling my ear, pulling my ear, pulling my ear, and I just have to like tip my head and let it be. Oh and we gosh. know when that hand drops from the ear. That's it. We can, we can yeah. put him down. And when that happens, I'm like, oh, my earlobes are like, oh, thank God. That's, but we that's have, so niche. It's niche, right? But then Christian said, I think it's a thing because he apparently had an ex... I didn't want to know this. He apparently had an ex-girlfriend who, when she was going to sleep, she'd be like, do you mind if I just play with your ear? Oh, no. We're getting into weird territory. <laughs> it's like... It's, it's a, a or something. Yeah. Luckily, I don't wear earrings. They don't suit me. So I haven't got my ears pierced or anything. So... That I mean, that would be a problem, wouldn't it? I bet you can get like a prosthetic ear. I've on thought about this, yeah. or like a, a doll with a massive ear. <laughs> yes, yes, um, yes. There used to be some dolls called like peekaboos, and I think they were like monkeys, and they had like ears. Maybe that would work. <laughs> Do you know in the middle of the night though, when it was like half three this morning, I just because I have to dip my neck and my ear gets sore <laughs> i just gave him my chin and i thought he's oh. not gonna know if the difference it's the middle of the night it's pitch black he's half asleep he he's won't know if this is my chin or my ear he knew yeah, yeah he knew that it wasn't yeah. my, he's like wasn't having it he was like hitting my head out of the way to get to the ear <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing just loves an ear and if you take the bee off bear you've got ear it's uh, like a... <laughs> he knows he knows wow what a kink um yeah. <laughs> bear's kink I um, it's funny with the like the cuddly toys and stuff. So Eden's at that she's like just started hugging cuddly toys, which is oh my god, ripped my heart out. Yeah, and kissing them. Oh my god. But yeah. so I'm really trying to do the same as you and like have something in bed that she'll cuddle and like fall asleep happy to. Yeah. And um, there's this lovely teddy that we call Benji, and I'll get like Benji's here. He's a dog, and um, put Benji's arms around it, and she cuddles him, and she's like, oh nice, and then she launches him out the car. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, oh, not sure that's going to work. Yeah, because Bear's got a couple he's fond of, like you say, like that in the day. He's really into dinosaurs at the moment. And he now looks at us and goes, da-da, because he wants the dinosaur. Aww. But I've tried that every night. Take your, di- take your dinosaur to bed. No, he yeah, wants he the wants ear. He did, doesn't he? Crikey. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Everyone's got the everyone's got the kicks. Um, oh, I've got some other. I've got some update on. Um, remember our last episode? I got ghosted by the super nanny. Is she back? She came back at the weekend, Jenny. <gasps> She's been and gone. Oh my gosh! Yep. Where's the fleazy bean? <laughs> well, do you know what? Because she said, to, "God, I hope she's not." Imagine if she hears this. Like, if she knows. No, because we're saying how great time. she is. Yeah, she is great. So, because she said, "Oh, you know." I, I thought, oh, she's blowing us out because she said, oh, I'm moving house. I said to Kenny, I said, well, I don't remember her saying she was moving house. And he said, what? He said, she literally talked about it the whole time she was here. I said, oh, did oh. she? And he went, yes. Well, that's my mum right. brain, isn't it? Just mm, brain like a sieve. Yeah. Um, he was like, yes, yeah, she said she was moving house. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, yeah, you're ever so busy when you're moving house. She <laughs> haven't got yes. time. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. And so we were like, oh, I don't suppose you're free Sunday. And she was like, yeah, booked her in. She came. Oh. Uh, Eden kicked off for a couple of minutes, settled her really quickly, and they had a lovely time. Wow, so you and Kenny went out? Kenny was actually still at home. Right. Um, he just had some stuff to do. Mm, I'm going to be honest. He was out Saturday, and he knew <laughs> he knew it might be a bit of a sesh, but also he was like, <laughs> I could just really do with a morning to myself. Yeah. Because I um, don't know why, really. 
Yeah, he let that slip through the net. I said we need to book her quite regularly so Eden gets used to her and he's taking yeah. advantage of that. Um, yes, he... <laughs> yeah, that worked well for him this week. Yeah, it really did. Because really, yeah. we should book her when I need a break. But anyway. Yeah. Um, do you know what was really weird? Yes, yeah, so she, she's great. What was so weird and talking about the what you were saying about Bear, like how you love settling him and stuff. And I like I didn't think I had a very strong association with breastfeeding, feeding to sleep. And then... I did feel a bit emotional not doing it. Well, no, it's yeah. okay because I, I basically just do it a little bit earlier. Right. And it turns out, turns out I got over it quite quickly. But because she went down, so like Saturday, was it Saturday night? Yeah, she went down uh, so early, like 7.30. And then I, she just slept all night, obviously. And then I knew I was going to work in the morning. Yeah. And I had, I don't know what it was, but I, I just thought, God, I just really miss her. And it's pathetic. And then I woke up in the morning and I, because I'm used to getting up in the night and at least having a bit of a cuddle or yeah. resettling or like normally when I've been getting up to go to work at four in the morning, she usually wakes. I just give her a feed and put her back to bed. Mm-hmm. But she just slept entirely. And I felt a little bit like, oh. And then I went to work and I just sat there and thought, I just can't wait to get home because I'm not used to not having her physically in my arms for that long. Oh, yeah. It's so weird. Like I'm Please don't stop your 12 hours. But at the same time, it's just so funny how you're like, this is weird. Yeah, you want it all and you don't want it at all, all at the same time. It's me and the, <laughs> I had a girls night on Saturday and all of us bar one have kids and um, the other was an aunt, an amazing auntie, so gets it. And we, we were just talking about that and what a head fuck it is. Oh, totally, yeah. Um, yeah, but um, I think as well, when you get to this age you realise how quickly they've changed and how fast Mm. they are changing with every month when they've got to one. And I mean, the jump from newborn to one has to be the biggest jump. It's insane. You go from like this thing that can't even open its eyes to a a full child that is starting to talk and stuff. Yeah. And so I think, I don't know about you, but with me with that, I just think, oh my gosh, he's going to be grown up soon. Mm. I've already, the baby stage is already gone. So that makes me panic. And then you just think, oh my gosh, every yeah. every day I want significant amounts of time with him because he's not going to be this stage for much longer. Mm. Uh, it, it's really hard. And that must be, I mean, we're lucky because we, we don't have our kids in nursery full time and we can work out, work around being with them more. So I don't know how people, when you, you know, a lot of babies go into nursery early, don't they, full time. That must be so hard. Yeah, I suppose it's what you get used to. It's weird, isn't it? Like the whole, I was thinking earlier today how, you know, you have, even in just a few hours of parenting, you can, like, I, I think I was a bit, yeah, PMT the last couple of days because I kept getting so teary about stuff. I had a moment mm. where I was welling up because I just thought I can't handle how much I love her. Then I'd have yeah. a moment where I'm welling up because I'm so frustrated because she won't go down. Then i welling up because I'm watching Glastonbury. Then, I, like, <laughs> it's just, it, it's just such a wild rollercoaster. But, I, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. But the thing is, oh, so while we're on nursery, another good news, Eden's place has been confirmed for October. Oh. Oh, yes. So that's the result. So we're only doing um, two half days a week. So it's like yeah. Tuesday and Thursday afternoon, like one till six, which I mean, I'm going to be honest, I can't wait because I know what you mean. It does go quickly. But I think I suppose when they're in nursery, if it was nine to five a week, uh, yeah, I would equally find that really hard. But I do yeah. find like if you're having a bad time, like, you know, recently, whether it's sleep or just keeping them in, or you just want to, I just want to, Basically, having a break, 
I feel like I'm so much better when I come back. You know, I yeah. go to work and I'm I love having that space and then I come back and I'm so ready to just be with all day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like nursery will be the same because at the moment, you know, it's like we're clawing in time to do the podcast. I'm clawing in time to do work. Like me and Kenny are scheduling like mad. Whereas we're going to have two afternoons now where we can go, oh, we don't have to scrap around and mm-hmm. we'll have some quality time to just get our shit done and then the yeah. rest of the time. So I think, I guess it's finding the balance. But like if you can manage it without, then great. But mm. um, I'm quite looking forward to, I'm starting to feel like she's so busy um, I should be doing more with her and I know that that means I'm I'm trying to do research on like things I can be doing with her I put it on our Instagram the other day like because she just doesn't seem preoccupied by toys at all yeah um, yeah I, I did hear Amy that at this age um, they get because they're so interested in their surroundings and exploring yeah. they they're not as into the toys right ah, um, maybe that's why that yeah she just like you'll put it out in front of her and she'll have a look but she mm. wants to go and play with the window and the washing the clothesline and stones and so I'm trying to yeah thank you for a lot of suggestions on Instagram of things to just do like at home with stuff around yeah. the house because it just seems like that's her she wants to know what's going on in the actual world so yeah it's like um and they're starting to copy you aren't they my friend yeah. has um a daughter who's six months older than Bear and Eden. And she sent me a thing yesterday and she was like, can't believe I hadn't thought of this before. And she was just unloading her washing onto the clothes horse. And as she was doing it, her daughter was taking the clothes in and out of the basket because that's a big skill yeah, and a big yeah. thing. And she sees mummy do it every day. And she said it kept her busy for like an hour and my friend got loads done. And I'm Amazing. like, oh, that's great. Because yeah, yeah, you're not going, no, 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 don't touch that. I'm doing that. You're going, yeah, get stuck in with me. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I hate having to say no all day. And there's so oh. many times you're like, no, get your fingers out. No, close. get your fingers out the plug, close the door. And you do... You do realise how often you say that. Like, I'm aware I and I don't it. like it. It's hard because it does feel negative, but... We they go. are just trying to explore and you try to encourage everything as safely as possible, but it's, it's that hard. whole like, let them do dangerous things safely. I'm well into mm, that. And yeah. and I really don't like Bungee the word jumps. And... Yeah. Do it with a harness, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, but um, I, I, I don't like the word. No, I just, I really don't. And so I go, I mean, it's a natural thing. You must do it several times a day where you go, ah, 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 ah that noise yeah. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, yeah. and bear finds that really funny so now he knows like hitting the telly is is an ah, 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 ah. so if he wants some attention he goes to the telly and he slowly goes as though he's going to put his hand yes. on it and he goes ah, 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 ah. like look at me mummy and i'll go ah, 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 and he laughs and runs back to me ah. and now we just like i took him to a messy play yesterday he, he was not interested in any of the messy play thank god because it was cold beans but um he just wanted to explore the shop that the messy play was in and he kept getting all the nice candles off the shelf and all the jams and because it was like a farm shop and everything he was going ah, 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 and i'm like yes that is an ah, he's ah. learning yeah that's good yeah and i prefer ah, ah, to know i just mm. like it and he gets it he knows he shouldn't Sorry, is there's a place that does messy play with cold beans? There was like a thing, loads of things in the middle of the room for them to get involved in. And I thought, because I don't mind when he gets messy with his food, I quite like him getting covered in peanut butter and it makes me laugh and stuff, whereas Christian hates it. So I thought I'd be all right with this. It was like, there was jelly, there was sand, there was all this cool rice krispies and all this stuff for them to get stuck in with. It was great. But then there was cold beans. And obviously the cold beans was the, 
the one he had a go on. <laughs> I was like, oh no, don't get covered oh, in coffee. I feel stressed out. I, think, I know they'd love it and I sort of want to watch it, but I, I, how do you clean them afterwards? They got showers there or something? No, uh, they had like a bucket and I mean, all the other mums oh. thought ahead, Amy, and bought a change of clothes. Did I? Did I fuck? He was just, <laughs> but luckily he was more interested in the farm shop right. and all the at as so yeah. that was okay. But yeah, yeah I, uh, the messy play was was fun, and it yeah. was all edible as well because you know at this age everything goes in their mouth. Oh, that is that good. was genius. It was all edible. Yeah, amazing. Um, we're about to move on to something in the next part, which I know Jenny wants to get off her chest. Can I just ask something very quickly? And I don't know if you, but just while we we're on nurseries, can anyone get in touch with me and let me know about? I've been spending a lot of time in Ofsted, Jenny, looking oh, at nurseries. Gosh, that's life now, isn't it? Isn't that life? I've even like looked at some schools, but like. someone said to me don't worry about the whole good outstanding like if it's good that's fine and I don't know there'd been a complaint for the nursery that I was she's booked into but it it looks like it's been resolved but I'd just like any advice on on what I should be looking out for an Ofsted like that would be helpful that's boring so I'm gonna move on Jenny's (laughs) gonna get juicy next aren't you Jenny oh juicy Jenny incoming So, I yeah, I, I saw you post this on Instagram. And I'll be honest, I hadn't even noticed what you'd posted previously. Oh, I think I'd seen you talk about turning Bear's car seat around or something, but I didn't think anything of it. I, I have no idea on any of this. So, yeah. I, I actually need to be enlightened. But, yeah, talk us through. <laughs> well, I've had a, this was when I was on holiday, so I have had a week to calm down a bit. Okay. But I'm still not okay with it. So when we were on holiday, where we were, you can just have a slow drive round. It's like a five mile an hour thing. There's loads of wildlife to look at. Um, There was uh, deers everywhere this day. So we um, had Bear in the car and his car seat is normally rear facing. Um, At 15 months... I thought I'm going to turn it round so that he can look out the window. We took the shade off the glass so he could see out his window. I sat in the back with him too. um, So we could just have a look round the woods and have the windows down and look at the wildlife. And that's what we were doing. But obviously it was so cute that he was facing forward. It was so cute. So I took a picture and put it on my Instagram. No one knows the context. No one knows if we're doing that or a five hour drive across Britain. No one knows. Did you not put? Oh my god! I can't believe he's grown up or facing that way. No, he was. Yeah, I put um something like oh, it was something like he's facing forward and I can't stop crying just because oh, it was okay. so yeah, yeah, cute. Because yeah, yeah. it was like he was like I'm a, just trying to set out what everyone would have seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. it's a picture of him facing forward, looking cute, yeah. with me basically feeling emotional that he was looking forward because it was so cute to me, and we were having a really cute moment, and um. I left that and we did our drive and then we went for the day and did loads of stuff and uh, we had gone to the pub and had had a glass of wine and then when we got back to our place I went on my Instagram and I had so many messages and I was like something on my stories popped off what's going on and I had so many messages of people telling me the issue with having bear not rear-facing at his age can so, I just ask what is that? Because I have absolutely no idea about this and when you meant it. So these messages, the the bulk of most of them was basically saying at their age, 
it's safer if they're still rear facing. Mm. And and they were worded really kindly. It was like, hey, mama, from one mama to another mama. And they all prefaced with no mum judgment here, no mum judgment, but he would be a lot safer if he was rear facing. And then another, no judgment from me, you do you, but he would be so much safer if you kept him rear facing. Now, the reason I hit the roof with all these messages was because, A, I'm a human being and I felt like I'd, you know... Under attack, yeah. I felt under attack, yeah. yeah. Um, B, I would never, I would never message somebody unless they were doing something like very, very dangerous and I knew all the context of it. I would never message anyone, live and let live. And see, the way I took it was like, fine, you might preface this with no mum judgment. But the way I read this is you've assumed that you know more than me and you've assumed that I don't spend hours and hours Googling every single thing I do with my son before I do it. You don't know. You're assuming there that none of that has happened. And that really pissed me off because it's kind of saying you know better than me for general and my own son and that's not true you don't know better it's not the case the situation was also not what they were assuming and it really 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 pissed me off so I I put a post because I also felt like I I felt like I had to set the record straight so people didn't think I was a bad mum that got in my head but then also I was like, can we stop doing this? Can we stop messaging parents and telling them how we would do it and why we would do it that way? Because I already knew rear facing is safer. We were not on a motorway or a long drive. I just think this needs to stop. You know, like we ask for advice all the time. Yeah. Then then let us know. This yeah. wasn't that. I was uh, having a lovely moment and you made me feel like a bad mum. That's what happened. Yeah. And then one of the responses, when I put this post up, I got, an apology from most of most of the people that had messaged me. Um, but one of the responses said, I'm just sick of seeing people in the public eye being really irresponsible and putting stuff that um, other mums might copy. I'm sorry. If you're someone that thinks because someone's in the public eye, you should copy them. You're an idiot anyway. Yeah. And also don't categorise people in the public eye as, as that kind of thing. That was like doubly insulting. Also, I haven't, got, I haven't got that many followers. I'm hardly in the public eye. So give me a break. I mean, it, can you imagine what like I saw? Because Molly May did something, didn't she? Oh. About feeding. And the thing, okay, it's tricky. Okay, your situation, like I don't even know what that is meant to be. But I guess it's when you get messages and they're like, no judgment. It's like, ah, oh, but instantly, but you are, you just... It's hard to take it any other way. I think this is why you, unless you think that child's in, in grave danger. Yeah. It's really hard to say anything. So for example, I I remember when I was had Eden in a, uh, the baby Bjorn carrier and it was really early on. She's only like two months old or whatever. And it was actually a friend of mine messaged to say, look, I don't mean to be that person, but you can actually, she's not, there's actually a thing there you, you unbutton and it makes her a bit safer or whatever. And I felt really, and it really upset me like, Mm. oh don't you feel like you f- instantly feel defensive like really defensive mm. and it was a good friend of mine and I was like what are you want about and then I realized oh yeah that's actually right and so I guess they would they were being helpful and it actually was helpful but it did hurt because you feel like you're not doing it right and that, I don't really think that applies to your situation because you weren't doing it as a permanent thing but maybe if I I don't know maybe people I guess people 
I like to think it always comes from a place of like being helpful and kind but some Mm. some messages do and some but I think when you've had a if one person had messaged you Mm. I don't think you'd have been that bothered but when there's a load I think that really hurts like I cannot I cannot stomach somebody thinking they know what's best for my son more than me I take that so personally I do know what's best for my son I do look up everything I it's just I find it so insulting I really think it's it's not fair but then I had loads of messages from people saying, well, um, I turned my kid round at that age because their legs were too long and they were uncomfortable rear facing. Or if I rear faced them as they got older, they were screaming nonstop in the car and that was distracting for me as a driver. And everyone has their ways and everyone mm. has their situation, like with everything. And so just don't be a f- know-it-all that's what it is yeah you're a know-it-all and I'm proud of you that you know that and I'm proud that you're clearly a great parent but you're not a great you're not a great buddy to another parent because that's really it is crossing a line and stepping on toes it's not it's not what you should be doing I just think with parenting yeah unless it is like say anything in grave danger and you don't if unless you're asking for advice like there's a, you know, I'm I'm the opposite of you where you, I know you look into a lot of stuff and you're on top of everything. I am not. And I am, <laughs> until something happens or I, I, you know, approach something and I Google it or whatever, I feel like I am like, you know, finding stuff out day by day. So, yeah. but when it's things like that, I put, I actually put, adv- I'm like, tell me advice. That's yeah. great. But yeah, I would be defensive when people question any of your parenting decisions it's really hard and yeah the molly may thing just going back to that because hers was something to do with why she'd stop breastfeeding and actually her the information that she said the reasons they were it was incorrect yeah and i felt i felt for her because it's like the thing is you do actually have a responsibility because you have got like seven million followers possibly more is it i'm not sure but millions of people follow you and it must be horrible getting that backlash. Like, I can't even imagine. Can you imagine mm. what her inbox must have been like? Um, yeah. And I remember there was someone I followed, um, like a breastfeeding Instagram page that kind of put out a look, just so you know, what Molly May said was actually incorrect because it's actually quite dangerous to assume that, oh, well, if that, I think it was something like, oh, my periods were coming back, so I thought I better stop breastfeeding. She was like, that's absolutely not the case. Mm. And, um... And Molly May commented on it saying, wow, way to go women supporting women. And I was like, oh, this is really hard because I totally get Molly May's situation there because you would feel so under attack. Yeah. But also, um, I totally appreciate if you're trying to encourage women to continue breastfeeding, which, will, you know, it's all a very sensitive topic. Yeah. She's trying to do her bit. Like, it's, where do you, it's so hard, isn't it? I mean, ultimately, you you shouldn't, cast judgment on other people but when it's misinformation and I'm not saying yours was but like for someone like her that's tricky yeah. isn't it so oh my god it's such a minefield but yeah my basic rule is like I just wouldn't comment unless asked yeah. to that's why like on this podcast we have experts on when we have a, a situation yeah. because we are we're coming from the place of we're figuring this out as we go along like every new parent is and 
we need experts for stuff and we'll give our advice and and stuff that's worked for us but it's always prefaced with this is what worked for us it might not work for you and how different are you and I Amy with everything that works for us and our children because it is different with every situation and I I hope that comes across with us and I, I do think you know if if you're someone that's worried like taking advice from an influencer on something they're not trained in well that's, yeah don't that's do that it's like a friend of mine she works in mental health and she says you know there's a lot of obviously we talk about mental health and stuff but there's a lot of celebrities that now give advice and like heavy uh, advice for mental health and she's like i trained for multiple years i got a master's degree to do this mm. and you can't just be an expert well everyone's an expert yeah everyone's a bit of an armchair expert aren't they now it's yeah a bit like something massive will happen on the news and everyone's go. oh it's a bit like with covid isn't it suddenly everyone was a <laughs> a massive expert in um vaccinations and oh crikey let's not get onto that uh, can yeah. i shout I, while we're on car seat and parenting <clears throat> um yesterday i meant to post this on social media i pulled up into sainsbury's car park you know you know what's coming it's oh, almost no. like every single time yeah. We know we know the biggest bugbear. I pulled up. There was no parent and baby space. And I thought, well, I'm going to wait because I can see people packing the cars. Anyway, I pulled into one space and then another one behind me came. Um, a few cars down became available. And then another car was straight in. And this woman jumped out the car and ran in. And I thought, oh, well, you've just ran into Sainsbury's without your child. Interesting. <laughs> So I'm getting out the car with Eden and my car, my car space was way further away from hers. She's right by the entrance. So I was feeling because I was like carrying Eden and I was like, right, I absolutely geared myself up, Jenny. I was like, I'm going to look in that car. I'm going to look for your child. And then I'm going to have a, I'm going to say something snippy. I'm ready to go. I was pumped. Anyway, I walked past her car and get this. She'd left her engine running for a start. So she was obviously thinking, oh, I've got to leg it in and just drop something. She had a box with her. She was obviously returning something. Yeah. And to add insult to injury, no child in the car, Jenny, but there was a car seat. So she was a mum. She was a mum without her child in the car taking advantage of the baby space. And I was like, no, this is (sighs) salt in the wound because you know how important that space is. You know yeah. you've been through it, presuming that's your child's seat in the back. Of course, it's got to be. Mm-hmm. But also, do you, maybe she felt she'd earned a right because... Yeah, like maybe she was rushing because... To get to her child. Yeah. I mean, she'd left the engine running and I was like, whoa. And I crossed, she ran past me so quick. And then got in a car and went. But that's not, that's still not okay because no, that's not, not why not. you need those spaces. No. You need those spaces for getting the child in and out. Yeah, it's the space do. we need. It's I don't care if it's at the back of the car park. Yes, uh, I agree. It's the space around mm-hmm. the car that we need. Yeah, so I was really taught, I didn't say anything because I was torn on what to oh. do. But that's a tricky one. But I'd still say you got you got to go to the reggae spot. you got to go to a reggae spot. Yeah. It's not for you, babes. You know, you know the drill. It's I don't like, care how late you are for your child. Sometimes I see someone and it's the kid's like 12 and I'm like, well, technically they qualify, but do they? Because you don't need the space. No, no, if you're they're... not mm. lifting an infant into some form of transportation, yeah. you don't need the space. But is it called parent and baby or parent and child parking? Oh, yeah. Because if it's child, you've, you've really like... I don't know. This needs to be really... um, It needs ironing out. It needs a fine system, Jenny. It needs a fine system and it needs a dedicated patrol officer at all times as far as I'm concerned. 
It does. Because at the moment, it's just us mums and, you know, we're tired. And uh, Yeah. Oh, this I saw a guy in the um, supermarket um, shopping centre near where I live. Um, there, there's very limited parent spaces. And as I'd squeezed into a space that is not, and I was sweating thinking, how am I going to get Bear out? I saw this guy get, like, get in his car to leave one of the parent spaces just to like, 30-year-old man on his own got in his big flash car and drove off and I thought I I actually had a chance to say something and I didn't I completely bottled it oh come on Jenny that's where you need to bring the F.U. out of the bag um we've got to go fairly soon because uh I'm having to bring this is my scheduled life now my routine life with the new routine but I can't deviate from the new routine Jenny because I need my 12 hours but um (laughs) before we go I know you wanted to talk about clearing out your clothes. So where are you at with that? Is that baby clothes you're talking about? Yeah, every time he's gone up a size, I've I've done this and I, I've still not figured out a productive way to do it. So um, what I've tended to do is put some aside for a friend who's got a child younger than Bear. Um, I've put some aside that I absolutely love and just want to keep. Yes. And then the rest... It's really hard to know what to do because obviously it's like charity shop or or, or donate or you could go on Vinted and all that stuff and, and sell it. But then you think, what if we go again? Mm. And this changes every time. So we've done it. You do it more in the first year, don't you? Because you go from like naught to three, three to six and so on. And then mm. now well, there's only two this year, 12 to 18, 18 to 36 or whatever it is. Um, so... Every time I'm obviously in a different headspace because I've probably got like loads of naught to three because I was like, oh, we'll definitely go again. And then I've probably got like less three to six because that was the four <laughs> months regression. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and now when we went away to Centrepox, we just had such a great time, me, Christian and Bear and the three of us. And we were so excited for the future and doing more with him because it was a real activity holiday. We kind of said, maybe we'll just do it the once. So with this lot, I was sorting it out and I was being a lot more generous with just putting things that I'm going to sell or give and and not keeping so much. But then will that change? You know, and then I'll be like, but what about all those cute ones? Like, um, what would it be? Nine to 12 months stuff that I just got rid of. It's It's so hard. It's really hard. I'm exactly the same. And I have the same process where I do the stuff I absolutely love, which I would keep regardless (laughs) of another child. Just can't let go. Only a few of those pieces. Then the sort of a reserve bag of, not yeah, the same, not necessarily a second child, but like for anyone else having a baby. And then I, I find the clothes that like she didn't wear or didn't suit or I just didn't like. You know, some of you are just like, oh, I hate her in that. I don't like that. Or maybe it was a hand-me-down that's had its day. They go in the third bag and that's gone. They've gone. Right. Um, it is tricky, isn't it? But I, it's funny that you say that after holiday. We were exactly the same after um, we went on holiday. We were like, this has been perfect. Yeah. And if there was another one here... It wouldn't have been. It just wouldn't have been. Like, because imagine getting the high chair. We went to some tiny little restaurants, like on the like coast in Greece, like right by this. Like we wouldn't, I don't think they'd have had two high chairs available. I don't know. Like, you know, and you think, I guess one of them gets older and might sit in a regular chair. It's all the logistics sitting on the <laughs> flight. I don't know. For us, I felt the same. But do you know what is interesting, Jenny? When I had those like four miraculous days of, you know, 
two hour naps in the day and 12 hours at night. I mean, I mean, regression. I said to Kenny, imagine if we had another and he said I'd leave. Um, that's where we were at then. <laughs> to Two days ago, having a chat in the kitchen going, oh God, yeah. I mean, yeah, we could, couldn't we? I was like, would you want another one? He was like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. To yesterday when suddenly a nightmare being put, put down to bed. No, absolutely not. It's just, it's, this is this is how I wonder if people fall into the trap of the second. They have a first dream baby and go, oh, let's do it again. <laughs> or you forget so quickly how bad it can be and you have a really good run and then you yeah. go, yeah, let's try again. And then bang, uh-oh. Or some people are like, I guess, miss the baby stage when their baby's grown up a bit. I could see me doing yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think I'll miss this stage. Like, as this hard, stage it's, is great. It's hard, but... Feeder's grown up and yeah, there's a little, so true. Do you know what a friend said to me though? She said she they were about, they hit a sweet spot at 18 months and they went, right, we're going to go again with IVF. Oh. And they'd had IVF the first time and it had worked first time. And they were like, let's wow. go for it. She went for the second IVF and sadly it didn't work. And she said, I'm going to be honest. She went, I obviously wasn't relieved. I was, I was devastated at the time. It didn't work. But then yeah. about three months later, he hit terrible twos. And she said, then I was quite relieved. Oh. because it was hell on earth and she wouldn't have been able to manage i mean oh. people manage don't they but she was kind of like you know she was like watch out for that sweet spot at 18 months so we need to be careful oh yeah i it, yeah i can see that imminent i really can i think there are some people as well that just like they know yeah they want three kids totally or they want four kids or and that's awesome. I wish I was that decisive Same. and headstrong as a person that I just knew what was best for me. I just don't. Right. <laughs> I have to wing it I, day by day. I knew I definitely wanted a child. I knew I wanted to go through pregnancy. I wanted to experience it. I wanted to have a baby. I wanted, I felt maternal. I knew I wanted a child. I didn't know if I'd want more than one. I thought I'll see how one goes. So yeah. now I'm like, I get why you want more because the love, but sometimes I find, I find the don't mean to sound like cheese on toast I find the love overwhelming like uh, I find it you know I can miss her so much or I, I care for her so much I find it too like too much almost and the mm -hmm. thought of that twice you know anything going wrong it's not even the worry I'm just like oh my god like yeah but you know when I had one dog and then and I felt like that about Dio yeah and Dio thinks he's a human because I babied him so much and spoiled him so much better. Same with Paya, yeah. Yeah. Um, then we got Chewy hmm. and that actually really helped because when you have two, it's almost like you haven't, I didn't have the space in my heart to be that obsessed with Dio anymore uh, yeah. that it kind of made me chill on both Dio and Chewy. And, Interesting. And it really made me less... Ah, I'm going to squeeze him and you know about Dio and so that really helped it almost so, spreads it spreads it yeah a in yeah, a really good way in a really healthy way okay um right so I'm convinced let's get cracking <laughs> but I don't know how similar dogs and children are well um, they do say you always see memes about like oh the first child you're wrapping them in cotton wool you're obsessed and then the second one it's like there eh, you just chuck it you know you chuck them in nursery you don't care and all that kind of stuff I mean my friend said to me the other day, I just said, I can't imagine how much with two. And she went, do you know what? She went, because the first is such a shock, the second one's not. She just, yeah. to, look, to be honest, I think I found it 10% harder because she said, look, you still do, you're still doing meals three times a day for one. You just mm -hmm. do a little bit extra. 
you know, you know, you know that phases are just phases. You know things are going to change. You know things get so you've got all of that on your side. But you're going to back yourself more. You've already got yeah. everything. But this is like back to my original point. If you're keeping it, you know, like. And the, I'm feeling quite free with like, let's sell that. But then next week I could be like, why did I sell that? Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. I just wish I knew. I really just wish just I knew. Just give it to We know we've said this. We just have to give it to You've got time on your side, Jenny. You're like 31 or something. Aren't you ridiculous? Like I'm 35 this year. No, you've got bloody ages. You've got the old <laughs> crooner over here pushing 41 <laughs> in November. So I'm running out. My eggs have dried up probably. No. Yeah. But it's fine, like, uh, you know, if, if that's my lot, then I'm Amy, no, look at Kourtney Kardashian. We've not even mentioned this. Good point with child. I saw a good meme saying, don't give up in your 30s. Thir- look at Kourtney Kardashian, got married at 43, pregnant again, 44. Don't give up Think, thinking your dream's all about being 30. It's, it's true, but... Yeah. But it, it it was interesting that she got pregnant really easily, didn't she, with her previous three. She just used to get pregnant, it felt like, all the time. She had three kids. And then... I mean, maybe because she's documented it so much, but she, well, she did try IVF and I mean, I say struggle. She's not really because they've only been together a couple of years. I think they just wanted a baby so quickly and she was probably surprised it didn't happen overnight, but maybe because she's 43, so 44. But it could also be the difference, the different partner. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's um, a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kravis... I don't know. I always liked Courtney. I always liked Travis. Don't know how I feel about Travis, but well, I was so happy to see that. I felt annoyed. We're getting into this. That people were like, <laughs> how is Scott Disick? I mean, I thought Scott was hilarious. He was like the best thing on the Kardashians, but he treated her like absolute dirt. Mm-hmm. But they were cute together. They were when they were good. They were cute together. They, You're just they thinking of when he used to prank or Chris. What yeah. was the name? Todd Todd that was amazing. And Courtney doesn't laugh like that. I don't think she's happier. She does seem happy with Kravis, but they're like, Ugh. whereas Scott was funny back in the day, but he doesn't seem so good now, bless him. If you watch the new, ep- I mean, none of them seem good there. I think they're a real story. Um, they're in a fascinating story. When you watch those first episodes to now, like there was so much fun. Whereas now they've got all the money in the world, but they're having no fun. <laughs> Don't you think? It's it's fascinating to yeah. me now. It used to be like entertainment. Yeah. And I find it hard to say bad stuff about them because I, I know how I feel about them now. But like they definitely got me through my 20s with like watching yeah. their show. So I've got to give them that. But like now it's not entertainment. I'm just quite fascinated yeah. by what's happening and what money does. And just I'm really it's just quite boring now, I find really just generally quite dull. Yeah, I'm also really fascinated with the concept of like a billionaire. Like mm. how, why, why do you need, why, who needs that much money? That That is interesting to no me. No one does, I don't, but they just accumulate, but they obviously get a buzz from, <laughs> why are we delving why? into the Kardashians? This is brilliant. Yeah, um, I here can we hear, are. I can hear a little squawker. Right, I need you to all pray for me and send positive vibes because getting this child down to sleep is a mammoth effort at the moment, but let's hope. Come on in. Here she comes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you listening, you can't see what I see every time this happens on the episodes, but Kenny hovers Eden like she's just there hovering on her own. Does <laughs> she seem tired? I don't know. Oh. Strange response. Goodbye. <laughs> a bit. Oh, okay. Thank you. Hello, Here baby. she is. Oh, her hair looks longer. Oh, she's waving at you, Jenny. 
Hi, Eden. How are you, sweetheart? Another 12-hour banger tonight. Pardon? Who's that? She's trying to chat to you. Speak Hello. into the microphone. Hi, Love, sweetheart. What did you say? Sorry, I'm just being annoying. Um, yeah, we're done. So I'll put this child... Should we go and try to go to bed? What do you think? No, Mum. Um, thank you. What's she got in her hand? Just a little, uh, some wooden toy. No, look, teething. Is she yes. teething though? I don't know. I just automatically blame teething. Let's always blame teething. It deserves every bad thing it gets. Teething okay. should get loads of inbox messages on Instagram, not me. Oh, teething. you're not bloody wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> teething and regressions. Jesus. Take it out on teething, not me. Right, little Remember, That's another t-shirt we could have. Oh. Take it out on teething. <laughs> Just blame teething. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, she's laughing. Should we go and dose you up with some cow pole? Hey? What do you mean? Yeah. What did you say? Yeah. You done? Cow pole? Neurofen? Ambersol? All at once. <laughs> Should wow. do it. <laughs> it's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> That's a wild night. Um... Isn't it lovely when you hear their voice though? Can oh I just quickly God. say their voice—it's been like it's it been in there for so long, yeah. and then they just start to use this for oh gosh, obsessed, obsessed. Yum 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 yum. Oh dear. Right, pray for me, guys. Thank you for all your messages on Instagram as ever, and uh, oh, the reviews are so good. I was reading the reviews earlier today, just to just just because I'm a narcissist, and um, <laughs> yeah, they were great. So thank you so much. I do that if I'm having a lull. I'm like, just Jenny, we're presenters. Of course we're narcissists, for goodness sake. And no, thank you no, for those. Thank you, that's unbelievable. So, um, yeah. Right. Keep them coming. We love you lots. Thank you for listening. Um, and we'll see you next week. Cheerio. Say bye-bye. She's waving. Oh, so clever. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.